December 22nd, residents and visitors could see more signs of a welcoming, open community as they pass through the Chinatown section of Boston. Welcoming signs in the form of new bilingual street signs. Mayor Wu, local politicians, and Chinatown residents watched as the navy blue signs with the Chinese characters in white were unveiled at the Chinatown gate in the heart of Chinatown. The purpose of these new signs is to welcome immigrants and visitors into the neighborhood, making street directions and navigating the area easier for those whose first language is not English. These signs will play a part in fostering the diversity and inclusion that is one of the priorities of Mayor Wu's administration. The new signs stand alongside the street signs in English on Beach, Tyler, Neeland, and Harrison streets. It is very personal for me. Uh, when my parents immigrated to this country, they landed in Chinatown in Chicago. And later on, when we moved around the Midwest a couple different times, no matter how long it took, sometimes it would be an hour, hour and a half to drive, they would always make sure that we would feel connected to our culture, to be in the places where the signage and the language could reflect that sense of connection and identity. And so this is incredibly powerful. For the residents of Boston, thank you so much for your advocacy for so, so long. For visitors to Boston who will know and feel comfortable and know that they can appreciate the delights across so many of our streets in Chinatown. And this will set the example for how we should be truly celebrating and lifting up our cultural heritage across each and every one of our neighborhoods here. The bilingual sign in Chinatown is so crucial because we have visitors as well as residents who can't read the signs in English. And this is a really important directional signage. And I have to say that in China, in Shanghai, the signs are both in Chinese and English. So we're almost behind some of the key cities in the world. And this is a major improvement, and this really signals that we are a global city. Putting up signs, uh, bilingual signs, may be a small step for some folks, or it may look like a small step, but it is a huge uh, step in terms of what, what, we're, what we're representing and what we're trying to recognize. Uh, and that is that we, that we are a welcoming city, as the mayor mentioned, and that we are welcoming of immigrants. We also want to recognize what has built this city to what it is today and how great it is because of the immigrant population that we uh, that has made our city so great. And so today is a small step with these, with these signs, but it says a large piece about what our city represents and who we are. Many residents of Chinatown um, don't speak English, and this is an opportunity for have, to having signs in Chinese and where residents will feel welcomed, that they'll be part of the neighborhood they'll fully be engaged in knowing the locations of many of these streets. So it's about respect, it's about dignity, and showing, showing that this is a community that respects our immigrant roots and our immigrant culture. On December 24th, hundreds of families in Dorchester received armfuls of food and much-needed essential household items. for the 28th annual Christmas Eve distribution. The event was held at St. Peter's Teen Center in the Bowden Geneva section of the city, where nearly one in four families live below the poverty line, and the same amount of families live just above it. Until last year, the event had been an annual toy drive for the neighborhood children. But due to the pandemic and a growing need for food and family household staples, last year it shifted its emphasis to basic household necessities and food, and this year's distribution followed suit. The annual drive, which was created in 1994, 
honors the legacy of its founder, the late Mayor Thomas Menino, of helping those in need with a helping hand. Every Christmas he would come up and the kids in the community would come and see him. Uh, they would come up and swarm his car and he couldn't even get out of his car. He would be up here and he'd be talking to him. He'd be walking in the streets up on Bowdoin, see all the business owners. And this event has grown from that to what we have today. Every year it gets bigger, it gets better. This year we're um, now doing roughly 350, 350 families, roughly 1,800 um, family members will be getting food and supplies. So this event means a lot to my family. My, my dad started it and we're not gonna let his dream go. This is his dream. His dream is to make this area better. And I think every year we keep continuing to try to make it better and better every year. This has been an, a, a, a tough, tough year for all of us at Catholic Charities, all of us in, in this community. And I have to say that here at the Teen Center in Dorchester, what the, the Menino family and the Menino Foundation is doing for us today uh, is just unbelievable. So they are putting together these boxes of, of food for all of the families. And, you know, this year they decided, and, and we totally agreed with the fact that it, it's about giving. And, and if this is a way to, to help the family so that everyone has food for days and, and a beautiful Christmas dinner and, and just giving back a little bit, it's what we need to do um, during this very difficult year. Events like this are really important in uh, the Bowdoin Geneva Meeting House Hill neighborhood. Uh, we are uh, one of the uh, parts of the city that, you know, seems to be missed on a lot of occasions. And uh, I have to say, uh, with what's going on here, it's certainly an incredible legacy for the former mayor, Tom Anino. Uh, a lot of us have worked really closely with him uh, over the years. And uh, it's great that this is being able to be continued. Uh, and also, it's a really important time for everybody uh, to kind of come together, not only at this time of the year, but uh, hopefully other times of the year as well. Uh, we all need to break down barriers and work together, get to know one another. And uh, it's, it, this is the case in, in our neighborhood. You know, with the pandemic, you know, people have struggled right, have gone through things they've never experienced before in their lives. And, I, and, and, and true to the spirit of Mayor Menino, we wanted to be out here and, and, to, and to give and to do all we can to deal with um, the life uh, reversals that people go through in a positive way. So this is our 28th year being out here uh, in the spirit of, of Mayor Menino, and we're very excited about doing so. On December 30th, the fifth candle for the African-American holiday of Kwanzaa was lit in Nubian Square. The first annual Festival of Lights was celebrated in Nubian Square, and these sacred candles of peace and hope were glowing for the community all around to see. The local business community has experienced a loss of revenues during the pandemic and continues to struggle, and families in the community have been deeply affected. The festival in Nubian Square is a light shining in the night 
to restore hope and to celebrate the residents of this area. This is the start of a series of special events designed to let us learn more about each other's cultures and to bring residents back to the neighborhood streets and support the local businesses. The sponsors of Nubian Lights are Roxbury Main Street, Long Bay Management Company, and the Roxbury Cultural District, made up of local businesses. Kwanzaa is the African-American uh, holiday, which comes right after Christmas. It celebrates seven principles, including unity, faith, purpose, creativity, cooperative economics. It's a way for us to align ourselves with the same values. And locally, it's a way for businesses and Nubian Square to come together to help make Nubian Square a destination uh, for community gatherings, uh, for shoppers, and for bringing the community together. The beautiful thing about holidays, holidays are not just to any Pacific group. It's great when people can experience another culture way of celebrating Christmas. And I'm just here in um, Nubian Square celebrating today Happy Kwanzaa. And um, once again, holidays are for everybody. And it's a time for us to share our cultural differences and become one. Kwanzaa is a holiday that should be celebrated, not just on the seven days, but for every single day of your life, because each of the symbols represents something that we should be doing for our community, for ourselves, and to uplift each other for a better life and for a better community so we can understand each other and move to the next level. We're hoping that when people walk by here and see another group's candles or that we're celebrating Kwanzaa, that we're celebrating them too and they too can be a part of this. As we can be a part of whatever celebrations they have, we can include any holiday, any holiday, because this is a very diversified uh, community, and we respect that, we like that. That's part of what this community is all about. This is wonderful. It is and the detail work is beautiful. And the transparency. On December 31st, New Year's Eve, residents from the Nubian Square area stopped by to gaze at the African mask and seahorse ice sculptures on display in front of the Roxbury Branch Library, just one of the many sites this year to feature these sculptures in ice as part of Boston's New Year's Eve events. Those viewing these frozen figures were there to usher in a new year, a year they all hoped would be better than the last two, in which they'd been caught in the middle of a pandemic. As they gazed at these sculptures and were being drawn in by the sheer beauty and meticulously carved lines of these spectacles in ice, one couldn't help but wonder if at the same time, they were pondering what was in store for them and their loved ones in the coming year, and what the prospects would be for themselves, their families, and their community in 2022. The event was sponsored by the American City Coalition based in the Boston neighborhood of Roxbury. The two ice sculptures we have here today is a seahorse and a beautiful mask, a historic mask. We are inviting people and we are hoping that people who are here today enjoy the sculptures and that they get transported by looking at a seahorse, thinking about the warmth, the sunshine, the water, and they think about next year 
the next year that will bring them much more hope, much more joy, and a way of, of getting beyond the stresses and the, the things we've gone through in the past two years. What I'm hoping for my family, myself, and the world is health. A solution to what we have going on right now, and a solution that will allow us to live as we did before we had this virus. And we hope that moving forward, we can all experience health for our families, for my students, for our community at large, and that we can come together as, as, as stakeholders, really, and have a positive year. What I'm hoping for in the new year is that the politics and the um, the stress that comes along with it will subside, that we'll learn to um, work better together and um, have a vision of what democracy should look and feel like in the United States. Right now, we're segmented and we really need to come together. And my hope for 2022 is that we'll start to realize that. In the coming year, for the world and for my family, I wish everybody continued health. And for my community of Roxbury, I wish um, more um, outgoing and fun and family activities for Nubian Square, um, increasing of literacy for our children, and a lot more opportunities to just see each other and be active in our communities a lot more than we are now. Definitely, I want the world to be back to normal. I really hate the fact that we've lost so much in this time that we've been in lockdown of sorts. And um, sometimes it's free, sometimes then we have to go back in. Um, we've lost a lot, and I think that is time that, uh, at least I'm looking forward to the time when we don't have to be so much in the house as, as we have been all this time trying to be safe. I'm hoping that this normal hopefully is going to be better than the normal that we're living in today.